Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you guys for tuning into Faith 100 Radio. This is Damon Walker. Welcome to Wednesday night in the Word. I thank you guys for uh, tuning in tonight here um, at Faith 100 Radio. So um, if you guys follow us, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube as well. You can also listen to us on uh, www.faith100radio.com. And um, for those that are not as technological, that you know, that don't have Twitter and Facebook and um, YouTube, you can also call us live and to listen on your mobile device at 1-631-359-8660. And you can almost you can also email us to let us know how you um enjoy the broadcast. Email us at faith100radio at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We would love to uh for you to send us a prayer request and even us um, something that you particularly want uh, for us to talk about um, on the radio station, a particular topic or something that you want to get a better understanding um, about God and what's going on in the world today. Just e- just email us at faith100radio at gmail.com. So, everybody, thank you for tuning in and listening to this broadcast. Um, tonight we was gonna talk about something a little bit different, and um, I was wondering, I was thinking about something today, and I was kind of like contemplating and asking God, what does He want me to say, versus what I, you know, I could think of a lot of stuff that I've, you know, thought of, or sometimes I don't really try to think of too much stuff. I just try now just to ask God, what does He want me to say, because sometimes. You know, um, it, it's really about God and what he really wants to say. Because for me, I honestly don't want to say anything and do a whole lot of talking because, you know, um, it's God's word anyway. So one of the things I was wanted to say to um, people that were tuning in, and if you're tuning in for the very first time, I just want to say thank you for tuning in uh, to this broadcast. And I'm hoping that it's going to bless you. So tonight's topic was that I was asking God what it was. And um, and it was love versus fear. Because I was talking to somebody uh, yesterday, young lady yesterday, and we were talking about, and she was mentioning about stuff that's going on right now and, um, you know, what's going on in the world today. And she was just sharing some stuff with me. And I began to sit down and talk to God through my day. And I was asking God, like, what, what's, what, you know, what is it that you want me to talk to the, the people about to share with them what you want me to share? And, you know, I, I began to look at the scripture on, you know, you know, we see so many people afraid of a lot of stuff. 
And, you know, and it's not just the, the, the pandemic and the coronavirus and what's going on. And the one thing that puzzled me, what I wanted to say was that, um, you know, sometimes fear brings questions about what's going on. Sometimes fear isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes when you're afraid of certain things, you kind of question stuff and you wonder, why is this happening? What's going on? You know, because a lot of times we don't realize that, you know, fear brings a certain sense of, uh, um, it'll bring a sense of urgency um, in us. And a lot of times we want to know what's going on. And I began to think about like a lot of things could be where sometimes God is trying to get our attention about what's going on around us and what's going on in our personal life, you know, because we can tell something what it is, but we don't know what it is. So, and and also too, like I, I begin to look at like what's going on in the world today that, you know, that people are afraid of a lot of stuff and afraid of, you know, afraid of dying, afraid of, you know, um, getting, a, getting the virus and things of that nature. So, you know, I, be, I began to realize is that, um, let's see, you know, I began to ask God, so God, what are you saying? You know, and this is where I, I realized where that the love of God is um, not present because, you know, the Bible says in the last days that the love of God will grow wax cold. You know, that the love of God is not present more so now than what we've seen before. And for me, like, what I start to understand is that um, more and more um, that the love of God is here and there, but it's not where it's evident. And there's more fear out here than what you see. Like, for me, I'm not, I'm not afraid of a whole lot of stuff. You know, some stuff I'm afraid because I don't do, you know, I don't you know, know how to swim. You don't know how to do something. It's not fear. I just, yeah, I just don't know how to do it. But what I will say is that when we look at uh, what, what is causing us to be afraid and, you know, because God is love and love is God, you know, because um, there's a scripture in the Bible in First um, John chapter four and um, in um, verse eight, verse 18, and it says, there is no fear and love, but perfect love casts about all fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in his love. So what I'm saying is that we have to understand right now is that the more we surround ourselves with, with fear, and sometimes it's by what we hear, you know, because we could be afraid of dying, we could be afraid of um, just being around people, you know, we could be afraid of just even loving. Because sometimes fear is love. You know, we can say fear, you know, people say, I'm sorry, but I do say fear, you know, we can be fear can make you not love. I'm sorry, fear cannot, fear can make you not love, you know, but God is love, you know, and when you get fear, it kind of torments you because it causes you not to want to now function and be um, what God wants you to be. So, and because guess because that's what it is. The more you go forward, and the more that you know, because God is loving, He doesn't want us to be caught up in 
fear. So, you know, when we look at all the stuff that we we don't realize when we watch a lot of stuff that, you know, we look at horror movies, we look at, you see, I mean, if I don't look at horror movies. When you look at the way horror movies are made, they're made to instill fear, you know, and, and when that fear comes in a horror movie, it's instill fear, which brings forth death. So then, and that which makes you afraid, you know, and even now when we see stuff on the news media, you know, um, it's, it's promoting something that's causing people to be afraid, you know, to be afraid of catching a virus because you're afraid that you're going to die and things of that nature. And what I'm saying is that, you know, we're all going to die in life. We are. The Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die, you know. Because there are people that in this world that are not just dying from a virus, but they're dying from just natural death, natural causes. And I, I've seen it you know, in the last year or so, how many people have died from just natural causes. So, but the thing that we must understand is that, you know, that we all are going to leave this life and step from this time space of the natural realm. Um, and and that's where we must understand is that what's going on around us is causing us to be fearful. Because guess what? When fear comes, it controls your life. You can when people don't realize fear, when we realize and we look at what's going on um, around us, is that fear is the number one thing that has controlled the world today. It has controlled people's lives right now. If we don't realize it, it is really gripped people's lives to the point where, you know, that's a mind control. So when that, when fear is present, faith and love is absent, you know, and fear is, you know, what heard it says it's a false evidence appearing real, you know, it's a false sense of evidence appearing real, appearing in the natural. So what it is, is that, yes, we know the virus is you. Yes, we know people die from it. But at the end of the day, we know that God's love God love God's love is real and God loves us and and you know he doesn't want us to to live in torment to be afraid to love anybody to to be afraid to step out and and just love but you know in order to for us to 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 love we we got to look at and examine what is keeping us and sometimes it's not that it's it's just we have to now know what love is so I want to um, share um, this other part in the, um, you know, shared in the message Bible of this same scripture. And it says, God is love. When we take up permanent residence in a life of love, we live in God and God in us. This way, love has the run of the house and it becomes at home and mature in us so that we, we are free from worry on judgment day. Um, judgment day, our standing in the world is identical with stand with Christ. Therefore, there is no room, no room in love for fear. Well-formed love banishes fear since fear is crippling. Fe- a fearful life, a fearful life, fear of death, fear of judgment is no, is not one yet fully formed in love. So, that we're all going to stand in the day of judgment before an almighty God. We're all going to stand, but we must stand in love to standing before him. 
you know, and love banishes fear, you know, because the Bible says to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. And, you know, and fear is crippling. Fear can cripple your life. So that's why I was telling people earlier, like I was telling people when they said, well, are you afraid, you know, the, the, the virus and you know, are you afraid? I said, no, my thing is I got to go to work. I got to work to live and all this other stuff when all this stuff was happening. And, you know, but not just that, but it, it keeps you from being who you are. You know, love, love, you know, fear keeps you from being who you are. Love takes you out of the place of where you're um, uncomfortable doing stuff and it makes you comfortable in God's will and in God because if God's in you, He takes you out of your comfort zone. And now it, it, brings you into a place of, you know, where the scripture says it brings you in, in the run of the house, which means that your body is a place where God's love wants to dwell in. And God wants to dwell in your body with his love because, you know, let's, let's look at it some more because God really wants to live on the inside of every one of us. You know, but the thing about it is, is that when fear is there, it's like, it's like a tenant living in an apartment and it's like, you know, and they way past their, you know, they didn't, they didn't mess the place up and everything else. And then you got to be able to, you know, you got to be able to now start evicting some stuff. So you got to be able to write an eviction notice. And that's what fear comes, that's what faith comes, faith comes in to write an eviction notice to fear. And, you know, let's, let's, um, I want to look at something else, um, in, uh, first John chapter two in the King James version. And it says, he that knoweth him keepeth not his, he that, he that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him, but whosoever keepeth his word in him, verily is the love of God perfected, whereby we know that we are in him. So that, that in itself where is that if we say we know and know him, but we keep not his commandments, then there's a lie and the truth's not in us, which is the word. And that means that God is not in us. If we don't keep it, we got to keep, keep it and keep the commandments, which the Bible says, love thy neighbor as you would love yourself. You know, love your brothers and sisters. How can we say that we love you know, a God that we can't see, but we see our brothers and sisters and we don't love them. Then that means that, that then, and then that means it's, you know, we keep not as the commandments and it's a lie and the truth's not in us. How can we say we love somebody and, and we don't even want to love them? Then, then God is not in us and God's word is not in us. And the love of God is not in us, you know, because the Bible also says that examine ourselves to see if we be of the faith. And if you're not of the faith, then, you know, it's a great time to become of the faith, you know, because God wants us to um, have his love on the inside of us. But, you know, and that's what the word, that's what the word is saying. That's what the Bible is saying. You know, it's, it's not me saying it, it's the word, you know, and um, I want to look at that same scripture and I want to look at that in another translation. So it breaks it down even more. It said, that if someone claims I know him well, but doesn't keep his commandments, he's obviously a liar. His life doesn't match up his words. But the one who keeps God's word 
is the person in whom we see God's mature love. This, this is the only way to be sure we're in God. Anyone who claims to be an, who claims to be intimate with God ought to live the same kind of life that Jesus lived. You know, and I guess I kind of use the word like the kids would say, drop the mic on that one. That, that when I read it, it's like, drop the mic on that one. <laughs> it's like, you know, for me, like, this is what I've had to learn in my life and living the word the way God wants me to live. And for me, it's like, uh, I'm just being real, like that, that, that kind of blow me away to realize and see myself and God and realizing that I have to live the same way that Jesus lived, you know, and, um, that in itself um, has caused me to be a lot better in God and to love people more, you know, and it, it's it's like, um, for me, it's a blessing and I've learned to strive my life every day to live like this, you know, and just like what the word says, it says, if anyone who claims to be intimate with God ought to live the same life that Jesus lived. And I've, I've, I'm learning, I've learned to strive to live like that every day now, you know, because for me, I've learned to now, you know, more and more as I'm growing older and God's applying the word to my life on a daily basis. So I want my life to be pleasing to God and that God is pleased with my life and everything that I do. So, you know, that's, you know, the, the Bible and the word of God is, is very powerful and it helps us to really um, overcome all, all that God wants to help us with. And, and I'm going to read it in another, in the, um, this is the classic amplified version of the Bible, first John two, um, four, five, and, um, six. It says, whosoever says, I know him, I perceive, recognize, understand, and acquainted with him, but fails to keep and obey his commandments teachings is a liar and the truth and the truth of the gospel is not in him but he who keeps and treasures his word who bears in mind his precepts who observes his message in his entirely truly in him has the love has the love has the love of and for god been perfected completely reach maturity by this we may perceive Know and recognize and be sure that we are in him. So whosoever says he abides in him ought as a personal debt to walk and conduct himself in the same way in which he walked and conduct himself. So this is the way that because when Jesus walked in, in the love of God, this is the same way that we should also conduct ourselves on a daily basis. and. It's important, even myself, it's important that I conduct myself to make sure that I walk in the love of God. And, and I also want to um, go into another um, scripture, which is 2 Timothy chapter 1. And, and I know probably a lot of people have heard this um, scripture, but I'm going to read it in a, different, in a different translation, in a classic amplified version of the Bible, 2 Timothy. For God has not given us the spirit of timidity, of cowardness, of craving, of craving and, and cringing, 
a flying fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of claim a well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. So, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome because when you read it in a different translation and understanding that God's given us a balanced mind and, and discipline and self-control. So that's what I say that God wants to give you a balanced mind, discipline, and self-control and not and, and to give us power over fear. You know, because you know, when when the spirit of God and the spirit of Christ comes on the inside of you, it's the the Bible says it's the deutimus power. You know, that's what it is. It's the in the word it says dude, it says exousia. So when exousia means it's the exousia deutimus working power on the inside of you, you know, and it's the power to overcome fear. It's the power to have a disciplined mind. It's the power to have self-control. And that's the power that God has given us and he wants to give to everyone so that you so that your mind is balancing. Your mind is not afraid of what's going on in the world. Your mind is not fearful, you know, that you have a disciplined life and yourself under self-control. And that's coming from the spirit of God, you know, and I'm going to read it in, a, um, in another translation as well, because I, I want so that we get a, a even more of an understanding. It says that precious memories triggers another, your honest faith and what rich, rich, what a rich faith it is handed down for you from, you know, it talks about, I think I skipped it. Oh, okay. So I was reading. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm reading it from. I have to get my translations right. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to, I have the verse that I was reading it from, that I want to read it from. So it's, it's reading from that same, uh, that same verse, but I want to read it. Yeah, I want to read it from, because of my, um, I think, skipped on me. It was skipping on me, trying to mess with me right now. All right, so we have the, I have the correct version for you guys. So now it talks about. In chapter two. All right, so it says in second in in um, second Timothy. I'm having some problems with this today. Just wants to, never wants to mess with me today. All right. Or not being able to read this scripture. I can tell you this is too funny today. So just bear with me a little bit. It's just. All right. All right. So we're going to just, I think I'm just going to skip that version because it's giving me such a difficult time in this version for some odd reason. So we're just going to stay with what we were given. But just to point, I want to um, read one last final version, which is in the book of Galatians 5 and um. Five through seven. 
So, and it goes about, it says, for we, for we through the spirit wait for hope of righteousness. For in Jesus Christ, there's neither circumcision avail of anything nor uncircumcision, but faith worketh by love. So a lot of it has to come through where faith has to work by love. You know, we have to believe God and trust the Lord, you know, as we're walking it out by faith, you know, and that's the point of the Bible says we must examine ourselves to see if we be of the faith. So we have to look at ourselves and see if we're walking in faith and love and making sure that we do that. Even myself on a daily basis, I try to make sure that I'm walking in faith, um, that I'm walking by faith in love, that I'm taking it and now applying it, you know, to the to my life, you know, because that's what it comes into. You have to take the word of God and apply it to your life. And then if if God is not a part of your life, make him a part of your life. Make him a part of your life on a daily basis. That, you know, for those, if you don't know Jesus and you don't know um, him as Lord and Savior, he can be a part of your life. So that once he comes in part of your life, he can come into your life, come into your mind, your heart, and your soul. And he starts to come into your life. So now he's going to start working on the inside of you. And then the more you get the word of God on the inside of you, that's where the power starts kicking in. That's where your mind starts becoming, starts to, starts changing and your heart starts changing and you're, and you start to become disciplined in the things that you used to do. You don't, you don't do them anymore because now the love of God starts working on the inside of you. And then, you know, when God's word starts working on the inside of you, it starts perfecting things in your life that was not perfect. That's what the love of God does. The love of God perfects that which is not perfect so that when Jesus comes and we stand in front of him and we appear, we'll be like him, fully perfect. So that's what love does. It perfects us every day. It, it takes the sin nature, the sin that's in sin, it takes and takes sin out. Because guess what? Sin is not perfect. Sin comes in and it has a whole bunch of flaws. It's a whole bunch of selfishness and it has a whole bunch of, of the flesh that's outside of God. That's what it does. It doesn't want you to love. Sin doesn't want you to love and the flesh doesn't want you to love. But God wants us to love. You know, and that's where the love of God comes in. That's where salvation comes in. That's where, you know, that's where Jesus came. He died for that we can be saved. He died for that we can, um, that he can come and dwell in us and abode in us so that we're not afraid of what's going on. That, you know, that is, it's a great time right now to really now start examining our lives and looking at, you know, are we walking in the love of God? What's stopping us from the love of God? You know, and, and then check this out. And this is another scripture in that same scripture in um, Galatians five, verse seven, it says, ye ran well. Well, who did hinder you that you, you should not obey the truth? So sometimes it can hinder us. We can hinder ourselves. Um, the enemy, the devil can stop us from loving. Fear can stop us because fear can stop you from obeying the truth when you know what the truth is saying. You know, when you know what the truth is saying and you don't want to obey it, then it can stop you from seeing all that God has for you, you know, and it could stop you from walking in the love of God, you know, 
and and ask the question. It says, "Who did hinder you?" You know, and that's what I realized um, for myself. The only thing that was stopping me was me. It was stop. I was stopping myself from just taking a chance and take and stepping out. You know, and stepping out and obeying the truth. You know, stepping out and even just, um, just knowing that to trust God that He was going to work it out. That his love was going to work in my life because sometimes when we look at it, we don't think love is going to work or love doesn't work when stuff fails. God don't ever fail. We might fail because we're, we're human. We're born in his flesh and that's what we come up. We're short, but there's nothing short about God. There's nothing that fails with God. You know, but the thing is, if we lean on and trust in God, he's never going to um, fail. And the Bible says, put your confidence not in man, but in God. And that's what we have to do. We have to trust God in this time, in this hour, and we have to believe in what he's saying. You know, because if we listen to everything that's on outside of us in the world, the world is going to speak negative. It's going to speak contrary to what God's word is saying. It's saying to them, to you, you can't love somebody. You can't care for somebody. You're going to be afraid of every, you're going to be afraid and just to even live every day, but you got to live, but you live through, through faith in love. But in order to do that, you got to get God for God is love and love is God. So if love is God and God is love and God dwells on the inside of you, you need to get Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He's part of God. You know, he's connected because he's the son of God. He came in the image and the likeness of the son of God. So in that sense is that you cannot live in a you cannot live your whole entire life in fear and never trust in God that he's going to fix everything. That love can fix some stuff. Love can perfect certain things in your life that you were never um had perfected before. You know, I didn't think God could love me. I didn't know that God did love me. I didn't even know I could love myself. I didn't even know I could love somebody else. I didn't even know if I could love my kids or spouse or, or my family, let alone that, you know, but I had to step out and not be afraid to love even when I failed. Because sometimes you, you, you're afraid to love when you fail, and that's fear. Yes, you, your stuff happens. Yes, it does come about. But what, what are you going to do? Are you going to live your life totally in your mind without... Um, with, with, without restraints or restrictions because of, 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 you know, you're afraid of your of fear. You know, for me, I had to step out and know that God um, was perfecting the love in me because guess what? I didn't really know what love was until I found love. You know, um, sometimes you don't know what love is until you find love. And love, love is always looking for us He's just waiting for, it's like somebody's waiting for you, waiting to embrace you, and they're always there. God is always present for us to come to him because he's always there to love us through mercy and grace every single day. Every day God gets us up. Every day we, you know, we sleep during the night. You know, God's mercy gets us up, puts breath in our bodies every day. But that's because it's the love. Because every day that God wakes us up, he wakes us up because he loves us and gives us another day to get it right. He gives us another day. And that's, that's God's love. 
And a lot of times, you know, people don't realize that God does love you. You know, he doesn't get you up every day and you're able to function and go to work every day and have everything not because he he's he's you know he's um constantly just cruel no god loves us but if we don't understand that the love that he has for us well we must get the love on the inside of us to understand that through all the mistakes through all the hardships and the trials and the things that we go through god loves us he loves us enough to pick us up when we don't um feel great about ourselves you know he'll send someone or tell someone that he loves us, you know, and that's where we got to be in a place where we can't be afraid in this hour because Jesus is coming back and he's coming back soon. And the Bible says, but will he find faith? You know, but we got to allow God's love to come on the inside of us. And then we got to look at it and see. You know, that's a daily basis that I ask God every day in the morning, every morning. I said, God, give me, create in me a clean heart, renewing me a right spirit. Give me a new heart. Give me a new heart to love every day. Give me a new heart every day. You know, because we don't know what the, what tomorrow holds. But the one thing is, is that we cannot be afraid. And I said that because it was just something that I really wanted to share with everyone out there. And I pray that there's someone out there that is listening, that you are tuning in, and that I hope that it, that, that it bless you in some way, that it helps you to see that God loves you and that you don't have to live your life in fear of dying. Because guess what? When you get Jesus Christ in your life, in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, and allow him to his love to start perfecting and kicking out the fear in your life and give you the power, the power to stand, the power in your mind to not be afraid or worried, and the power to be disciplined in your love and just in your life in general, do love. You know, and just not only just that, but it's going to help you and change you and transform you into a different person. You know, and that's what love is. Love is a transformation. You know, love changes you, you know, into someone that is different, someone that has never been before. And that's what God told Peter. Jesus told Peter, he said, if you love me, he said, then feed my sheep. If you love me, he said, when you've been converted, and that's what love is. Love converts to the point where once love comes in, it, it takes that fear away from you. It takes all the doubt, disbelief, and abilities to reach and touch somebody who you really don't even know. You know, for me, I come across people every day in the things that I'm, that, you know, where I'm at in my profession. So for me, it's like I learned how to just not be afraid and love everybody. And for me, you got to carry love with you, meaning love is something that you carry, you live, it's your lifestyle. That becomes, you have to be like Christ to the point where people can see something different about you in your personality, in your attitude, in your disposition. Because how are they going to see Christ in you? 
how could how are they gonna see the Christ on the outside if you don't get Christ on the inside of you to let him be the external um let him be the, the person that's on the outside of you that people can see it in your joy it, it just radiates out of you because the more you get God's word on the inside of you the more Christ radiates the love of God comes on the outside that people can see and they ask the question that people somebody asked me the other day and they said why are you so wow you so joyful what is it why are you so joyful why are you so happy and I said it's because of God I'm thankful because of life I'm grateful because of life and God gave me life today to get up and I don't take it for granted because it's God's love and is and and that's what he that's what he's done for me you know for me I'm I'm so excited every day no matter what I'm going through because for me I'm blessed already you know I'm blessed for what I have I don't worry about what I don't have I don't worry about whether this and that. I'm content in what I find myself in. And I'm so happy that it's just radiating because I thank God for life. You know, and that's what it is for me. And I realize that is that that's the love that God has for us all. And for me to share that, you know, with everybody that, you know, we got to look at it is that it's just love. It's time to love. It's time to walk in faith. It's time to know that God is love, that people need to see the love of God in power and in demonstration. You know, and that's where I can say it is that if you don't know God and you want to have that love in your life and have that, that it's kind of, it's so much to me explained because it's like, I explain this to somebody, when you meet somebody who you make that first impression on, and you, and you say something about them, and it's like you fall in love with them, you know, it, it's something about them and you can't shake that, you know, because you know it's that one thing and it's, that, it's the one thing that you see that about them that draws you to them and it causes you to now want to find out about them. So, and that's where the journey begins, even when it comes to God and the relationship with God. Even when you fall in love with somebody that, you know, in in Christ that you, you meet that person and there's something about them that attracts you to them. Because love is a love is an attraction, you know, and God is love and, and the love of God will attract you to him. And guess what? And, and it'll start making you not afraid of, of what's going to happen. Because the more you love God, the more fear is not present in your life. The more you read God's word and the more you apply God's word to your life, It'll start kicking out the stuff that causes fear. And there's a lot of stuff, you know, whether it's, it's, you know, you're afraid of losing stuff. You're afraid of, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. But love comes in and it comes in to dwell with you. So I say this in closing. If you don't know God, 
And if you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and you want to know what love is, and you don't want to have fear torment your life, you don't want to be afraid of what's going to happen. Because we know the day is long. We know but the day is long, but the hour is short. And we know that Jesus is soon to come. Because that which you fear and that which you know in your mind, in your soul, which God, that's God telling you that it's time to get your life right. It's time to get your, your life together so that God's love can dwell in you so that you're not afraid. So you're not afraid of dying because you know that when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in your life and your heart and your mind and love comes on the inside of you, now that's the part of starting your relationship with God so that his love can start perfecting and kicking out that fear in your life. But that's only through Jesus Christ. And then if there is Christ in you and God's love in you and you have and you wonder why, because guess what? Fear can sneak in when we don't even realize it. Fear can creep in when we least expect it. That's why God says we got to watch. Watch and pray and watch and be sober minded because fear can come in. And the world just wants us to be afraid. You know, that's what the devil wants us to be afraid. And God doesn't want us to be afraid. You know, for me, like certain things I don't entertain anymore. Because guess what? I don't want my faith to be contaminated so that my love doesn't work. And I can't walk in love by faith. So that's why I don't watch the news media like that. Because that's what they do. That's what they do. I'm going to be honest with you in closing. That's what they do. Stay in the word. Get the word. Find a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church that's going to teach you and help you to grow in the love of God. That's going to help your life grow in God. That's going to help you grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. That you're going to find a man and a woman of God that's going to pour into your life what you need. That's going to help you to be ready for when Jesus comes because he's coming back. But the Bible says, will he find faith? And that's what you need. You need to be somewhere where they are living by faith. And they are preaching that faith, but in love. Because you need somebody that's going to watch over your soul and get you ready for when Jesus is soon to come. And he's coming. And we don't know the day and the hour, but you don't want to wait too long. And God said, at the day that you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Don't turn away from God. Don't turn away from when he's speaking in this hour because you may not get another chance. You might not die from a virus, but you may step out and, and, and it's happening every day. Happening every day to people. Because you don't want to spend eternity in hell. You want to spend an eternity with God. That's, that's my choice for you. That's my suggestion for you. Is, is make the right choice. Choose God because guess what? When I chose God, he's the best thing that has ever happened to me. He's the lover of my soul. And I love God just like that. And, and I, I don't have, you know, I love my wife. I love my kids. I love my family. 
but I love God even more. And guess what? For me, I'm I'm okay. I'm not I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of dying without God. That's the thing. That's what God is knocking and telling you. Fear. Fear is telling you about just just that's what his fear is trying to, but it's God. It's not fear, it's just God's telling you, come to me because I love you. And I don't want you to die without me. Because if you if I don't want you to be lost. God wants us to make it and he wants us to see Jesus and be with him for all eternity. So I say we're going to leave this in a prayer of faith and just repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you, God, for saving me. Forgive me, God, for I'm a sinner. Forgive me, God, for not recognizing your mercy and your grace on my life. Forgive me, God, for not really acknowledging you in my life. I recognize now, God, that Jesus died for me. He gave his life for me. That I might now live in heaven with you, God. Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my mind and my soul. Be my Lord, my Savior, and my, and my Master. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Fill my heart with you, God. Fill me with your word. Change my life. Change me. Fill me with your love, God, that I'm not afraid, that I won't be afraid of dying. That I might, Lord, live with you again in heaven. Thank you, God. In this, Lord, I profess that Jesus did die for me and he was rose from the dead. And he did give his life for me and I believe it. And I receive it in my heart, in my mind, in my soul. In Jesus name. Amen. So I say that if you have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Welcome to the kingdom of God and to the family. And let us know if you do have any type of prayer requests, please email us at faith100radio at gmail.com. And if you have it, send us, let us know. Um, Let us know a testimony of how your week has been going. And just stay in touch with us and we'll respond back to you. So we just want to say, in closing, before we uh, close out this uh, episode, that we want to say thank you, God, for blessing your people today, that they be blessed for the remainder of this evening. Bless them, Lord, in all that they do for you. Keep a watch over their home, their families, their finances, Lord, their health. Lord, help all those, Lord who are out there today. Comfort their hearts and their minds and their souls, Lord. Give them peace, Lord, as they sleep, Lord. 
Let your word guide and lead them, Lord, and order their steps by your word, Lord. God, rebuke the devourer for their sake, Lord. Let, Lord, their finances be without lacking or needing for nothing, O God. Let your love and your joy and your peace, Lord, saturate their home, saturate their minds and their life, Lord. That, Father God, that give them strength, Lord. Give them even a church home. And, Lord, if they have a church home, bless their pastors, Lord, and strengthen them, Lord, in all that they do, Lord. God, we just ask that, Lord, do a work in their lives, Lord, and continuously to bless all them, all those who would hear, Lord, and hear your voice, O oh God, and let them know, Lord, that you just love them, Lord. Speak to them in visions and dreams. Show them things to come. Open up every door that they need, Lord, and shut every door that would hinder them from drawing closer to you. And Father, this we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. So thank you guys for tuning in to um, Faith 100 Radio. Um, this is the Mon Walker. We want to thank you that you guys tune in to us next Wednesday at 7 p.m. where we'll be live and on the air for Word Wednesday. So I pray that you guys have a blessed and um, wonderful week in the Lord. And may God bless you and your family and all that you do. As we say it here, Faith 100 Radio, for Romans 10 and 17 says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But we also say, let's not be hearers of the word as well, be doers of the word as well. May God bless you and all that you do is my prayer. Until we see again, if the Lord say the same and delay is coming. God bless you.